common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now is Nicole Jolinas, as she's a contributing editor there at Manhattan Institute's City Journal and also contributing writer with the New York Post. And, Nicole, you wrote a blockbuster column sort of blowing the lid off the money that New York City, uh, via the mayor and others, they're planning on paying for the migrants with these debit cards, these credit cards. Uh, Talk about the cost that it's going to be to New York taxpayers. Sure. Good evening, everyone. Good evening to the KGB, I guess, and thanks for having me. <laughs> They're listening. They're listening. Sure, sure. I, I don't doubt it. So let's go through the problems with this program one at a time. The first issue is that the city wants to issue debit cards to migrants, giving a family of four an estimated a year so that they can go out and buy their own food and their own diapers and everything else and not have to deal with meals that are provided by their meals contractor. So the first, that's a problem by itself. uh, But even if you agree that this is a good idea, the first big problem is that the city is doing this through a no-bid contract. So the normal way of bidding a contract, especially a contract where you've never done this type of thing before, so you want to have a large pool of qualified bidders telling you exactly how they do it, what price is the best price, what are some of the pitfalls that you may not know about that some of the contractors might be experienced and be able to warn the city of these pitfalls. So the city should have designed a bid, what it wanted to do, go out, have a bid process, invite the major financial firms, you know, New York is full of major financial firms, invite them to bid on it, invite the major benefits providers, you know, there are third-party benefits providers that support all kinds of programs from food stamps to welfare to everything else, invite these companies to to bid on it, and then chose a winning bidder based on the quality and the price. Instead, the mayor meets this person, the founder of this company called Mocafi, on the campaign trail three years ago, as he said, at a public event, and three years later directs the city agency to give this company the no-bid sole source contract, no public bid process, just City Hall referred this one vendor and only this vendor to city agency and basically said, you have no choice but to sign this contract. So that's the first problem. Yeah, and guess what? Uh, it seems like New Yorkers have no choice either, by the way. When you hear, I mean, we're, we're paying for it. it. The other thing was interesting, Nicole, on top of all how it came about, is, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like $15,000 per migrant family, and it's sort of an unlimited sieve. Is that right? I mean, that that's amazing. That's right. not a cap, is it, Nicole? In your article, which was a great article, that's not a $53 million may be the start of a discussion that takes you into the billions. Isn't that correct? Right. So this is a point of contention, and, you know, full disclosure, the city denies this, although I gave the city an opportunity to talk about this last week before the article came out. I asked them, what about the limit that says the migrants can have $10,000 uh, per debit card? 
what about the provision that says there's there will be an optionality that the city can turn on and off for people to use these cards at international ATMs? And I asked them, you know, what's the specific number of people and what's the specific amount of money? They never answered. They didn't answer until the article came out. So anyway, even though I gave them a chance to answer, now, of course, they deny it. But the contract clearly says, and people can look at the SNPs that come with the article to see for themselves, there's a fee structure that includes uh, payments to migrants that are in the category of $150 million and above. So Mocha 5 would get a 2% fee for all money dispersed to migrants for $150 million and above. So and above is a potentially unlimited uh, program. And, of course, although the mayor says – he, well, first he said it's going to be limited to 500 families, so that would be $6 million. Now he's saying it will be up to 6,500 families, he said this week. So that would get you probably to around $100 million. But again, now, $150 now, million dollars and above, that above is very high. We've got uh, 200,000 migrants who have come through the city. We've got 70,000 who are in city shelter right now. And the mayor himself said verbally at a party earlier this month, we have 172,000 people that we need to feed, including people who are not migrants. So this is this is creating a parallel benefits program alongside traditional federally funded food stamps and welfare, traditional state funded welfare with no public dis- discussions, no going out to the city council and no exit strategy. I mean, what happens a year from now when migrants are used to receiving $15,000 a year from the city, uh, you're just going to turn that off all of a sudden, or you're going to keep extending this contract? The, the people I talk to, Nicole, is they're concerned about the poor people in Harlem, the poor people in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm chairman of the Police Athletic League. Those poor kids, uh, the veterans are in the streets in New York. Why are they getting uh, – how come the migrants are getting priority over them? Right. And again, I think you, you raise a good point that you you can't have two separate benefit structures for two separate populations. You know, the same thing that we've created a separate shelter structure for the migrants. So if if uh if a native New Yorker becomes homeless, he has to show up at the homeless intake shelter and, you know, go through that process. Uh, the migrants have a completely separate process that they go through. Uh, there should be one process if, if we're really going to take the city at its word that there's no discrimination at all, that you're treated exactly the same based on your immigration status. They're not doing that. The migrants have all of these welcome centers. They have the center at the Roosevelt Hotel. They have the row. Uh, the, the traditional homeless population doesn't benefit from any of that. So you can't – we're going into the thir- the second year – no, actually the third year of yeah. the crisis, uh, and we still haven't figured out what is the long-term answer to uh, uh, how are we going to stop the number of people coming into the city and demanding unlimited city benefits from the Biden administration's lack of control over the border – to once we've started these benefits, how are we going to get people to stop relying on these benefits? Now, there are so many questions. Nicole Jelinas, mm-hmm. thank you very thank you, much. Nicole. Keep us posted.